We are super excited for today's episode. We are going to be sitting down with Mark Baker, a true visionary. Yes. Oh, come on. Come yes, on. absolutely. <laughs> I got to live up to that. Hi, Mark yes. Baker here. Uh, thanks for having me. Happy to join. Absolutely. Yes. So, for those of you that are listening, Mark has his foot in a lot of different doors in the terms of food, architecture, and kind of all of the creatives of the arts, yeah. so to speak. Kind of those are like your three main strongholds right now, right? That, yeah, it overlaid uh, downtown Albuquerque, <laughs> I yes. would say, yes. is the other facet in my life right now, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, Jade and I, we were lucky enough to come to 505 Central last week. You guys, so good. Try everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, all the things. You, yeah. All the things. That's the idea, right? Yes. You got to hit them all. Yes. I mean, I have some favorites. I have to say the Paloma was delicious. Mm-hmm. The calamari was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had this delicious bowl from one of the um, oh, yeah. wild rosemary. Yeah. So good and healthy. Which I was like, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we really worked hard to get a nice eclectic group of businesses in there. And everybody's local Albuquerque businesses. So that was the idea. So there'll be something for everyone. If you want to eat healthy, you're right. There's wild rosemary, Mm -hmm. but we also have thick pizza and meteor burger and Tino's tacos. And we can talk about all of those and how we put it all together. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do you want to let us know like how you got started with 505 or maybe how you got started even with, you know, all of your ventures here in Albuquerque? Right. So Ashley touched on it. I do wear a lot of hats in my life. And um, I'd say probably the hat that's like literally on my head before I started stacking the other hats on top is an architect. (laughs) Yes. So I was trained as an architect and have worked as an architect for many years. And um, along the way, I designed a lot of restaurants. We designed a lot of schools, actually. Uh, around the state in Albuquerque and around the state Um, and then kind of on a whim I uh, had a vacant space next to my architecture studio and I thought to myself you know Albuquerque really needs a good third wave coffee shop where it's all about the bean it's about single origin bean and um, something that I had seen when I had lived uh, out in California I spent some time went to grad school at UCLA so I lived in LA and lived in the Bay Area as well and I noticed they were a little bit ahead of us in terms of their cafes. And there was a vacant spot next to my architecture office. And at this point, I had already designed other restaurants around town. Uh, the Whiskey, Nobel Bar and Grill, Olo Yogurt. These oh, are some cool. places that people might be familiar with. Oh, and those are great yeah. spots Thank too, you. by the way. I just want to like compliment you on those designs. Thank you. Well, I mean, that's really for me, for um, the restaurant business, it's not just about the food. The yeah. food has to hold up. You have to have amazing food. Mm-hmm. But it's all about, also about the experience yeah. and the atmosphere. And also with coffee in particular, anyone can make a coffee at home Mm -hmm. or they can stop by the convenience store and grab a cheap cup of coffee. Well, obviously that coffee's not as good as what we serve, but also the experience isn't the same. And that's what people are looking for when they go to a really nice cafe or a third wave coffee shop is they're looking for that engagement, you know, from the barista Mm -hmm. and that interaction. Yeah. And so I, you know, so I'm learning that I had to learn as I went along because I was a coffee. I enjoyed coffee, but I'd never roasted coffee and I'd never sold coffee and I couldn't describe all the different drinks that are made. Um, But I said, I'm going to learn about this. And we created Humble Coffee. We named it Humble because it was really a small space and we wanted to stick to the core espresso drinks. We didn't need to make every we didn't want to compete with, you know, Starbucks and right. try to make every flavor and every right. syrup and all that. It was really about making the highest quality coffee we could and sticking like right there uh, down the middle of like the true coffee lover drinks. 
And that was part of why we called it Humble, and it was a, a tiny spot on top of that. And over the years, it's been seven years already. That's I crazy. can't believe. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, we seven do a years. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Seven years it flies by, yeah. but we do a birthday bash every year, except for last year because of right. COVID, of course. And we're hoping to do it again this year. When? Uh, it happens later in the summer, and we're setting it for like early August. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Stay so tuned for that. Stay then. tuned for we'll that. Yes. Post about it. We'll reshare. Oh yeah, it's going to be a big yeah. deal. So I'll get my any, birthday hat ready. Get your birthday <laughs> hat. <laughs> so for anybody who's gone. Uh, you'll remember that we have a live music, we put a big stage in, we do a bunch of pop-up vendors, and we cool. always invite a brewery to come, and we make the whole area just one fluid space where you can enjoy the music and then the vendors and the arts and crafts, and it's all about celebrating Albuquerque's creative economy. And that's the second function of a good coffee shop. It's about bringing community together. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, Humboldt turned out being a big su- success. People loved it, people said you should do another one. And then that led me to de- to discover downtown and to reinvest in downtown. I knew about downtown. And it needed it. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jade. Yeah, it yes. did need it, and yes. it's needed it for a while. But, you know, I've been in Albuquerque for a long time, and I've been downtown a lot. And I always felt like we have a beautiful, from an architect's point of view, we have beautiful um, kind of infrastructure there, and we have those historic buildings, but it wasn't really activated around the clock and around the week. It was kind of like just a nightlife Right, more spot. like a nightlife, go for the weekend, mm-hmm. but not a reason to go, like right. necessarily in the morning or mid-afternoon. Mm-hmm. Right. And really no housing. And that was part of the reason. And nobody really lived there. But that's all shifting and changing right now, which is really exciting. They're finding that uh, generally when you study demographics of where people want to live, the younger generations aren't necessarily looking for the house out in the suburbs with the picket fence. Now, sure, some people are. But there's a large group of people that want to be in the core where things are happening. Absolutely. Cut down the commute. We have tenants downtown that don't even have cars, that are just doing everything on Uber and Lyft and mm-hmm. uh, wow. bikes, Biking, bikes yeah. walking. It's huge here. Yeah, so downtown is transitioning, and I recognize that. So I, um, I decided to open a second Humble downtown, and um, that became a big, a big project. And that was because I found, um, I found a particular building that uh, far exceeded anything of any scale that I'd ever worked at in my life. Um, so we found the old Sears Roebuck department store downtown. So cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. I love I so that. Cool. Like nothing, I, I love looking at like old ads and yes. things like that of the old buildings down in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. And that Sears yeah. one is yeah. one that's a huge staple. Mm-hmm. Like you'll Such find. Cool history there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you'll preserve it. Yeah. Kind of. You'll see the women like in their cute outfits, mm-hmm. like taking their kids, yes. like shopping. So, and, and I love like that old Phil. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was the true heart of our city, and Albuquerque performed that way. I mean, downtown Albuquerque was the heart of the city, and all those big department stores, all the stores of any kind, were really downtown. So we had the Sears building, there's the J.C. Penney's down there, Woolworth, and then in the late 50s, Coronado was built, and all of those businesses moved up to Coronado. Um, and so downtown has been kind of underutilized for many decades, mm-hmm. frankly, but now we're seeing it turn around. So I found this building, and I was shopping for like a 6,000 square foot building. And I found a 56,000 square foot building. Oh my building. God. You're all, this <laughs> times 10. This will work. <laughs> yeah, and so I had to do a lot of that. He's like, like a I, gut check. Thinking bigger now, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 It took me a while to come around on it. And I was like, can you handle this? Can you handle this upstep or this upgrade? Uh, what will you do with all that space? And so then I started thinking downtown lofts. I mean, it was, 
it, someone had converted um, the Sears into an office building along the way, like in the 80s and 90s. Otherwise, it had never really been utilized, right? So I thought the two upstairs floors should be downtown lofts. We should make them small, cool, all bills paid, really go after the millennial market mm-hmm. at the time. Now, Gen Z probably. We have some Gen Z tenants. And we converted all of that to 34 apartments upstairs. And we put a humble coffee in the lobby. So humble coffee had a you know an exterior face, but also as you went to the apartments, you kind of cut through humble, mm-hmm. which was cool. I've always wondered yeah. what that was, that yeah. little area. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's like grab a coffee on yeah. your way out. Yeah. Or on your way home, or yeah. whatever. Well, yeah, and it feels so much more big city, totally. like kind of having like that York, pul- of New York, yeah, yeah. California, mm-hmm. having that pulse. And I agree with you. There's was nothing really like that. Humble was one of the first, I think, coffee houses that I went to where I was like, finally, we yes. have something like this. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> on Thank Lomas, you. the one on Lomas. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I'm I'm proud of that. There's also a lot of other good coffee purveyors in town. I'm not going to lie, but uh, we really found our niche mm-hmm. in that single origin space. Yeah. Um, I'd say we were probably the first to really focus on that ethically harvested, single origin, fair trade coffee bean. So we know it's all coming from good sources. Mm-hmm. And that's really our ethos, in, like what makes Humble Humble. Um, so yeah, so one thing led to another. And uh, long story short, the apartments did great and Humble Coffee did great, but I had 13,000 square feet on the floor I still had to deal with that were empty. And so then that is what gave life to 505 Central Food Hall. I kept looking for tenants, trying to find the perfect (laughs) restaurant tenant or a bar tenant. Um, We certainly put it on the market and pitched it to a lot of people. And for whatever reason, it didn't really, didn't find the tenant. And I thought, well, I'll do it again. Uh, You know, I'll create our own tenant and our own hub. And so we... That's what we decided to do, is kind of create a hub for downtown Albuquerque, kind of a spot for everyone, you know? Um, it's targeted towards all demographics. There's all kinds of food. We mm-hmm. touched on that before. Mm-hmm. It's really to bring everybody together. It's where you can hang out all day with no hassle. You can sit there on your laptop, get some work done. Yep. You can meet people there. You can pre-game there, yeah. which yep. is what I think is fun about <laughs> yeah. it. You know, you need to get some food yep. before you go out Absolutely. for a night if you're going to it's FX. It's perfect or, location in downtown. Thank yeah, you. It's like in the middle of everything. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Yeah. yeah, it's in the heart. Yeah, yeah, so we imagined a lot of pre-gaming, like before you go to the chemo to see a show or to yeah. FX or to the movie theater. Um, sister, Anodyne, all these wonderful places down there. They could come. You could come, meet your friends, have dinner, mm-hmm. and then launch from there. Yeah, that was, for sure. Yeah. And it's family yeah. friendly. I remember you saying that you thought it was really cool that you started seeing families come in because you don't really see that downtown very often, right? That's exactly right. No, and that's that's exactly what's changing about downtown. Yeah. It makes me happy when I see a family come in. Uh, funny little story when we first opened, I, I wasn't expecting that to happen so quickly, and it did. And Someone asked for a high chair, and I was like, oh, shoot, we don't have a <laughs> Yo, we don't have yeah, yeah, Wait a second. Yeah, booster seats and high chairs. Yeah. yeah, so suddenly we go uh, Amazon Prime overnight, yeah. night, uh, high chairs. So, yeah, that's a good, good problem to have. Yeah, it's a good sure. problem for sure. Oh, that's, that's awesome. fantastic. That's super exciting. And, you know, we were talking a little bit about when we were sitting down this idea of people feeling safe to go downtown again. Yes. What I love about your location is that it has a lot of parking. It's right there. You can, like, just hop right in, mm-hmm. and it has this perfect ambiance inside where you can really select exactly what you want that day. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. People are always concerned about the parking and there's actually a lot of parking. People say there's no there parking is. downtown. Well, that's actually not true. There's more parking downtown than in any other neighborhood in Albuquerque. Now, some of it you have to pay for. Right. <laughs> true. The parking the, garage where I'm at, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like at one central. 
Yes. And so that's probably where mm-hmm. a lot of people park and then yeah. just walk over. And we get mm-hmm. a lot of uh, people park on the street. You know, it's a dollar for an hour at one of the yeah. meters, which oh, is yeah. a big deal. It's a buck, right? It's not bad. Um, there's also a surface lot at 6th and Central, which is real affordable. And then we just swung a deal with the city of Albuquerque. So kudos to the city of Albuquerque. They are giving us free parking in that parking garage no at 5th and Cobra. This is kind of an inside scoop right here. Oh, okay. okay. Well, this All is right. good. So it, it, one hour free validated if you come into the food hall and buy something. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. So, so each you might, vendor can be like, hey, can I have your ticket? Yeah. That yeah, type of thing. Yeah, you actually, you as the parker, uh, it's all done digitally now. Oh, you know, okay. it's on an app or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And you walk up, you order your tacos or your, your uh, Moscow mule at the bar. Mm-hmm. And then you show the cashier your app. And then okay. they have something on their POS to like log you in. Free hour. Just like wow. that. And the city of Albuquerque is really committed to, you know, helping us, which helps them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's been really wonderful. The mayor's been helpful through the whole process as far as getting the permitting and everything right. So things are coming together. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah. So could you take our listeners a little bit through a walk of the different types of food that they can get when they go to 505 mm-hmm. Central? Absolutely. So let's see. You're going to test my memory if I can rattle yes. them all off. <laughs> But we do have nine vendors in the space, and I'll start with the ones that have been there before, and that's Humble Coffee has been there. And then I own um, the bar is owned and managed by 505 Central Food Hall, and that is Moonwalk. Thank you, Moonwalk. It's really cool. cool. I love the, like you were saying, the ambiance. I feel like the Moon Bar is like just, it's like kind of dark, kind of edgy, Mm -hmm. very mysterious. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I love it. Slightly Mm -hmm. historical. Yeah. Someone posted... online or it was a review where they said it's the kind of bar you might imagine F. Scott Fitzgerald writing a Ooh, novel in. Ooh, that's a and huge compliment. I took that as a massive compliment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then we immediately looked up what F. Scott's favorite drink was. Oh. And this is our secret great, little, yeah. our little drink. You're in the know if you order a Gin Ricky. Oh, gin okay. Gin Ricky, everybody yeah. go order no, that. Go order a Gin Ricky. I didn't eat, I'd never heard of it before. Apparently, it's a, it was a popular drink back in the 30s and 40s. And it's a simple drink. It's just soda, uh, soda water, gin, lime. That's it. Keep oh, it simple. It. That sounds great. But it's delicious. It's very refreshing. It's a great summer drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the gin ricky. And yeah, being told that it looks like a place someone might write a great, the next great American mm-hmm. novel, you know, that is a good compliment. Great so compliment. we like that. And then, so as you continue around, I'm like picturing the floor plan. As an yeah, architect. that helps the, the most, the right? Plan. Walking to the right, you'll you'll find um, Thick Pizza, and Thick is really unique in that they specialize in Detroit style pizza. It was very good. It's delicious. I had the we had the Burkania. Yeah, it's like and it's cool because it comes in a square because you yes. always expect pizza come in mm-hmm. a circle. So mm-hmm. is that something that's to Detroit? Is that's square part pizza? Of Detroit. So apparently, the history of Detroit, they used to make massive pizzas for the the automotive industry man- manufacturers you know that's where ford and mm-hmm. all of those guys general motors and they'd make these huge kind of party pizzas if you would in a tray so that's where that history comes from oh, but also cool. what makes it unique is that the crust is like a baked cheese crust and there's extra everything so there's extra tomato sauce wow. extra cheese uh extra all, all the ingredients uh that you might want in the toppings but it reads a little bit more like a Chicago-style deep dish, but don't say that to them because... They will like that. <laughs> they yeah, they like, like, that. <laughs> like, this is Detroit. <laughs> this is Detroit. Yeah. And it is really, really different than that yeah. because of the cheese crust and the extra tomato sauce, but it's delicious. And so then next to, next to that, or just across the way, you'll find Naruto ramen, which is authentic Japanese-style ramen. They also have a... My favorite dish that I like to get there is their 
pork dumpling curry. Rice. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm a big fan of curry. I do they just said the noodles. I yeah. like curry, too. Yeah, Mostly it's dead. the noodle, and they have that one rice dish. And since I eat lunch in there every day, <laughs> right. I know sure. all the all the like kind of secret items that you don't notice that aren't so at the forefront. But their ramen is tremendous. And then continuing, their next door neighbor is Wild Rosemary, mm-hmm. and you loved their bowls. That yes. bowl was so good. Everything yeah. starts vegan. Everything. So they're vegan forward, super yes. fresh. Probably the healthiest spot in the room yeah. in the dining hall. Mm-hmm. Um, just love love their food and you can build it yourself or you can ask for tips mm-hmm. uh, you can go up and say hey make some suggestions because they're really great at put, putting things together but the way they structure the menu is you can build and add whatever you like with your ingredients yeah bowls and wraps mm-hmm. yeah and I love that they had fruit that you could put like in the bowls yes. because during lunchtime I always want fruit like it's just something that mm-hmm. I like to have added in there and so I liked having that little bit of sweet and savory there was like mm-hmm. some mango in it a little mm-hmm. bit of plantains it was delicious mm-hmm. it was really really mm-hmm. good <laughs> yes and then next to them the neighbor on the other side is Pier Nun Mm-hmm. I believe you mentioned you had the flag, uh, fried ca- calamari. Yes. Okay. They were like yes. thick calamari. Yeah. I had never had calamari like that before. It was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. It was almost like a, I think I called it like a chicken strip. Yeah, because <laughs> it was so big. <laughs> chicken strip. Chicken tenders. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, it, yeah, they do have excellent food. And one thing we're waiting on, like once COVID, now that COVID is beginning to dissipate a little bit, um, they always imagined to have an oyster bar there. With stools. Yes. Oh, that'd be right so up to cool. The bar, and then the glass case there is going to have fresh oysters from around the world, like Pacific, Atlantic, and even Gulf Coast oysters. Ooh. Yeah. That would be yeah. very cool. Oysters are fun, they're an experience. Exactly. They are. And the chef Brian is really excited to bring those in. We've just been waiting for the ability to do the stools at the counter, which hasn't been allowed up until just recently, as I understand it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so th- keep on the lookout for that because that's coming. Very we'll have soon. to come back. Yes, for that. we'll have mm-hmm. to come back yeah. for the oyster mm-hmm. bar for sure. Yeah. And then when you circle around, and one thing I did as an architect that I think you may have um, experienced is you don't just walk into the food hall and you're in one big room with four walls. Mm-mm. No, there's different paths you can take, and it's something I learned early on actually from bar design. So when you design a bar, you never want to make it where you walk straight into the back and you have to walk straight back out. Mm-hmm. If you can help it, you want to be able to do a loop. Keeps people there longer. Keeps people there longer, and you don't have to, like, backtrack and be like, oops, I didn't find my people. You know, it gives you... You don't have that awkward moment where (laughs) you're walking by people again, and you're like, sorry, still haven't found them. I swear I'm meeting people. I'm not not just on the prowl. I'm just here by myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we developed a floor plan like that. So it's kind of a figure eight. Um, a double figure eight if you count you can cut through humble too but you can loop around and there's all these mm-hmm. different kinds of spaces there's wide open spaces with 20 foot ceilings with string lights there's narrower alleyways if you will um, kind of over by Wild Rosemary and Pier Nun that we were just talking about in front of them there's a Albuquerque Wall of Fame or Ab- hashtag ABQ Famous yes, Wall we where saw that. we collected all the famous people from Albuquerque headshots of all of them and just covered the wall with it yeah. and then that's going to be a growing organic wall that we could keep adding to over time. We said that we were going to be on yeah, the wall. Yeah, we want to oh, be yeah. on the wall. No, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to dash your not to dash your egos, but it's pretty easy to get on the wall. Just ask and we'll put you oh, up. Perfect. On the wall. Okay, I mean, done. <laughs> done. All right. You just give me a black and white headshot and we'll be good to go. Yeah, yeah that um, sounds perfect. You're a popular guy. It's yeah. important. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get you up there. So, okay, so looping around, coming out of that alleyway and looping back around, you find Tino's Tacos. And that's this wonderful uh, Mexican family. Um, Tinos, Brianna, and Raven. 
a father and two daughters run that, and they're here from Albuquerque, and they make amazing uh, tacos are their main yeah. item. But they they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we got the queso fries too. Mm. Yes, because I said there's nothing bad about having potatoes and cheese together. No, totally, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. And, and, and then another good secret one for our listeners here is the carne asada fries are real Ooh. popular. So does that have cheese on it? Then the carne asada, or just carne asada? Um, yeah, there's a lot. Okay. It's, 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 it's all of the things. It's, it's all like of the all things. of the things. Okay. It's also thick. I need to know what's on it, you yeah. know, so yeah. that I can yeah. order it. Share, share it with a friend. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's a big, it's a big dish. And then adjacent to them, and I think our final vendor that's currently uh, there right now is Meteor Burger. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, that's a family as well. Mother, daughter, family. Um, fresh beef. Sim- keep it simple. Um, I told them, I gave them advice because the young woman who started it was the, uh, a chef over at uh, BJ's. Oh, yeah. Um, BJ's yeah. Bar and Grill uh-huh. by mm-hmm. the mall, you know? Uh-huh. And so it's really exciting. She went to C&M Culinary School, worked at BJ's, was really excited to open her own footprint, created Meteor. I said, here, here's something I learned at Humble. Keep it simple. Yes. Just have four or five good burgers. You yeah. don't need everything in the world. It's just a food hall spot. You know, yeah. it's, it's only, you have a limited kitchen. You know, these right. kitchens are... They're small. They're 20 feet by 12 feet. Don't get too crazy and keep it simple. And that helps with the overhead, too. Because then once you start adding more ingredients, Mm -hmm. more toppings, Mm -hmm. more things you have to purchase, Mm -hmm. which is not good for a business when you're starting out. Right. You could end up with more waste. Exactly. Yeah, which certainly happens. But they still, given that, they still have five very different, very exciting burgers. And they're doing wonderful. And as a matter of fact, they've been approached by many other people to come open a spot in their biz, you know, in their food hall or in their strip center somewhere around town. And that's a sign that you're successful. You know, the people come looking to to bring you or to expand your business. And as a matter of fact, they are expanding their business. That family is expanding their business within 505 Central Food Hall. They're creating a new booth called Cosmic. Cosmic. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, so the Meteor and Cosmic Cosmic kind of go together. Cosmic Confections. Yes. Yes. That's right. So they're going to specialize in house-made milkshakes and brownies and cookies. Oh, my gosh. Milkshakes are – I was thinking about that spot when we were there the other day because I knew that you guys were pivoting and kind of changing that uh, spot and what you guys were going to put there. And I was like, man, there just needs to be more, like, smoothie places, juice places. Um, So maybe after they expand into the milkshakes. Like, I'm always looking for another, like, juice spot or smoothie spot. Always. That's right. They'll find their footing with the milkshakes and then expand to other kind of It's like healthier, maybe. Yeah, to, to help after you've had all of the milkshakes yes. and all the meteor burgers yeah. like, and then you're like uh-oh <laughs> the next day i need a juice punch <laughs> yes yeah so that's the kind of visual tour of the space um le- i did leave out we have a elevated area kind of a mezzanine if you will an overlook we actually call it the lookout and this is going to be available to rent for private parties in the future but right now it's just open so um i would say 90 90% of the time this will just be open seating Excuse me, but you can go upstairs and kind of look out over the place, and it's a two-story yeah. space, which in Albuquerque is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the kids run up yes. there and mm-hmm. have a look from up there, but that space will be uh, leasable for private events in the future. That would be very cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and I like, as you know, an architect, and I'm sure you had thought about this, you created light at the bottom, but then when you go up to that top spot, and then when you go back to the bar, you have kind of these dark pockets, these little secret places, Mm -hmm. and so that really creates that visual interest that I look for. In a different vibe. In a space, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was the idea, like have a lot of different types of spaces, because someone 
often we'll have someone who'll come and they'll, they'll buy a mimosa or they'll even get a craft beer, um, like a marble IPA, and then they'll take it into humble coffee mm-hmm. because they're feeling the humble coffee vibe, which is more bright, light. There's natural plants. There's wood floors. Um, it's more of a coffee vibe, but they'll still enjoy that. Others mm-hmm. will do the reverse. They'll buy tacos in the front corner and take it all the way back to Moonwalk mm-hmm. and get in the dark and get on their laptops and do work back there. So I didn't want it to have that kind of cafeteria feel that yes. many large restaurants have where every chair, every table is all the same from front to back and it's all this one big open experience. So here you can kind of pick and choose and it just makes it more like discoverable. Like mm-hmm. as a participant in the space, you're like, oh, what's around this corner? What's back here? I, oh, I, let's let's hang out here today and we'll eat over there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Love People love experiences. Yes. That's what it's about. Yeah. I mean, as an architect, it's about color and texture and but it's also it's really at the heart of it it's about the experience and making something yeah. memorable where people come back yes. and keep coming back yes yeah. and we were talking perfect. about something before we started about experience and that there's going to be maybe something happening at 505 maybe some live music at some point you heard me say it uh it's true so we haven't done any live music yet uh but if we can figure out just the right formula yeah we're, and we're working on that we're gonna do a pop-up stage right in the middle of the, the largest area of the dining room um, where we're gonna bring in bands, potentially uh, three pieces, possibly acoustic, kind of unplugged kind of vibe. Yes. Um, something chill that works with eating. I don't think we wanna make it like a music venue with rock and roll. Right, and hardcore. And music that <laughs> yeah. people are like, tacos, ah! Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember there's lofts right above that we talked about before. Right. There's, and there's people that sleep up they there. They may not like you that. Know, not <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we're so any bands or any musicians that are out there, or friends of musicians, let them know that that's in the work. We're going to be looking for good local talent, preferably singer songwriters, people that write their own music is preferred, um, but kind of acoustic jam stuff. So that's on the horizon, and we have one other thing that's on the horizon for yes. five hundred five. Oh, that's the we have a basement. Yeah. What, what should we do? It's not just like a little basement either yeah, for those of you listening. Yeah. What, it's like 13,000 sque- yes. square feet. Technically, it's called the garden level. I don't wow. know who oh, came okay. up with okay. That's fancy. Yeah, that's what's fancy. We bought yeah. it, you know, the real estate the guy. I was like, level. this is the garden level. I'm like, sir, I'm pretty sure this is the basement. <laughs> yeah. But it's 13,000 square feet, 15-foot ceilings down there. I mean, it's massive. That's and crazy. we were thinking... Phase three. If, yes. if Humble was cop, Humble and the Lofts were phase one, yes. the food hall was phase two, maybe phase three becomes a speakeasy in the basement or yes. a barcade. Have you ever been to a barcade? I have. Yeah, I've, I've been to been a barcade. I've been to one in a basement before. Okay. In yeah, Salt Lake City. Yeah, you yeah. don't need any windows in a no, barcade. No, you don't. Uh-huh. You need it dark for you the gaming. It's right. important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a whole other vibe. Yeah, it's a whole other vibe. And since we have a liquor license on premises, we have all, you know, I should mention, we have beer, wine, and cocktails, yes. which is kind of rare. You know, we are a brewery and micro distillery, so we can sell any New Mexico made beer, wine, or spirit. So that's, that's what makes us unique. We that just is. feature everything New Mexican. So we have the best, you know, New Mexican whiskey, which is Taos Lightning. You yes. Know, we have Teller Vodka. I can't go on and on and on, but we've got all of the best spirits from all of the best New Mexico distillers that are out there. So the Barcade. You know, once we figure that out, it's all just kind of waiting, waiting to, you know, to happen. We're ready to go. Um, just get the right games, right? We need some pinball. Mm-hmm. We need some vintage yeah. Pac-Man. Old school. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Galaga. Ladies. For me, yeah. that, I'll be the Galaga. Yeah. Guy in the <laughs> yes. Don't bother me. 
bother me. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> Mark's on lunch. Don't go talk no, to I'll him. Tell everybody. He's at the corner. If I'm yeah, like a machine, I'm on break. Have you guys <laughs> ever done the shooting ducks game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one that I like. <laughs> That's your favorite? <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma, y'all, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Well, and I just really love that you're – you know, really supporting all this local talent mm -hmm. because, you know, having a restaurant, you have to be an artist and supporting these musicians who are going to be having come in. And I believe you're talking about poetry as well as mm -hmm. being part of it. And you also support local true artists mm -hmm. within mm -hmm. your platform as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, think about all of these lives that you're changing. That's huge. Thank well, thank you. I mean, that's what we're all about is celebrating Albuquerque and what's here and giving back and when we were selecting the vendors for the food hall, we had a lot of national chains come to us and want to move in because that's a thing now. Uh, you can become a food hall specialist chain. And we turned every one of those down. And Good for even you. though it took us a while to yeah. find all the locals that were just right, and it's all about the locals. And then we have Art Inside by popular Albuquerque artist Larry Bob Phillips. Right now, uh, Larry Bob did a wonderful mural inside by that staircase. You yes. may have seen it. it's black and uh -huh. white, it looks like a moonscape a little bit. Yes. He also painted our moon that's in Moonwalk. We have a massive, it's a satellite dish, actually. Did you know that was? A, yeah. Yeah, it's like a 12-foot satellite yeah, dish. It's huge. It's incredible. With the craters of the moon. Yes. And it, it, it's definitely uh, taking center stage in the bar area. And then right now, we're having a new mural painted that New Mexico United is sponsoring and commissioning. And that's by Jody Herrera. And that's on the outside on our Fifth Street elevation. Yes. It's really cool. It's going to be a, like so a Rosie cool. the Riveter update, oh, women empowerment. I, love it. I can't um, wait to take a photo there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's going to be just lovely. And she's such an amazing artist. So, um, so when we add the music <gasps> component to that, now we have the local culinary arts, you know, and we have um, the visual arts. And then when we add the musical arts, um, and then also would love to bring in some dance, maybe some performance like that. Flamenco. Yeah, Who knows, you, you right? have the space have, for it. Yeah. Space. Now yeah. we can now we can like spread our wings and figure out yes. how best to use this space that we've created. Yeah. But that really is what it's about for us is giving back to Albuquerque, promoting Albuquerque and um, just kind of celebrating what we have here. That's awesome. so cool. And I, I also want listeners to know that you have a beautiful outdoor space to sit at, too, because that is something I always look for. I look for a good patio space, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be able to go. Th that's always what I go for is for a good patio. So I love, like, you have a nice colorful area. So you have, like, the orange with the turquoise. It feels very New Mexico. Yeah. And then you get to see all of the very interesting central activities, which is yes. part of the it's experience. It's always uh, very entertaining. Yes, it's part of the experience, though. It is. No, we it have is. people come just to watch the cruisers yes. and the cruising yes, and the on scene Sundays. and the scene. Yeah. yeah. So, Ashley, you're describing along, along Central. Central itself, we have, yes. We have a rail, and then we have a sidewalk patio. And then just inside of that, we have a porch that runs the whole length of the building. That's yeah. another 12 feet deep. And then on Fifth Street, it wraps around that sidewalk patio, wraps around Fifth Street, and faces the chemo. So all that seating we have that we added Frankly, all the sidewalk seating we decided to add once we realized about the pandemic yes. and outdoor seating. Yeah. And then it's been kind of serendipity to realize, wow, we should have had this all along. Absolutely. This should have yes. been part of the plan yeah. because those are some of the most popular seats, especially yes. there on our porch where you're in wonderful shade. Yes. You have the speakers without music and you can just sit there drinking margaritas. Or <laughs> That's where we were at. Yep. Or humble coffees or whatever you want and just watch the world go by. Yeah. Oh, I love kombucha. Where can I get a kombucha? We have kombucha at Humble Coffee. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Very that. Cool. Yeah. I'm a big booch fan. Yeah. Come, you come get it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, you
you said that you had a fun cocktail story. Was that the story with the gin ricky? The gin yeah, ricky. Okay, like, perfect. What is a gin ricky? And my bartender was like, "It's really a simple drink." And I was like, "Well, make me one." And I'm like, "Okay, that's my new uh-huh. favorite." My I'm new favorite. Did you like it? Go. Oh, it's, it's delicious. You can't go wrong. I've just started liking gin recently. Me too. I wonder if that's in the air. I wonder if gin is on a bit of a trend. It's on an up and up. Yeah, Yeah. it's on on that consciousness right now. Everyone's like, I'm about gin again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's amazing. Well, we do have a winner. Well, we're going to draw a winner. And you are being gracious enough to give a $50 gift card for someone to come to 505 Central Mm -hmm. and really... Get experience, to experience mm-hmm. it, yes. And even if they want to get, you know, fifty dollars worth of martinis, you said that that's <laughs> yeah, fine too. Right. That's fine. Yeah, get all your gin rickies. Yeah. that's right. Or fifty dollars worth of tacos, whatever yeah. Yeah. milkshakes, yeah. whatever it might be. Even though we probably would prefer you to get, you know, some you called it a taste of summer, yes. right? So it's a taste a of the five hundred five. Everything. Yes, that's right. So get a little bit of everything. And so in front of me, I have um, the the potential winners, and I'm going to draw one. Yeah, you're going to draw one. I'm going to take this one. I already picked it up. Okay, okay. perfect. Hopefully you can read in my handwriting, okay. Yeah, I can read this. The Robles 505. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Well, wonderful. Robles, right? Yep, you got it. Yep, that's awesome. 505. And we will tag you in um, a story so that you know that you won. Yeah, and then they can come pick it up at 505, right? Absolutely. And then they can hop right in. Yeah, they can either (laughs) use it all at once or come back multiple times and spend it over multiple times. I think that's what I would do. For sure. A little bit of an experience a few times. Yes, for sure. It's perfect. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for taking your afternoon. You're super busy. Yes. So appreciate you, like, getting the time. Thanks for having me. This is really enjoyable. Thank you. And we hope everybody goes and tries Yes, definitely. Go check out 505. Anything exciting this weekend at 505? It's always exciting. Always. That's you know, what I wanted to hear. I don't believe it's Art Walk this weekend. But, uh, the first Friday of every month is the entire downtown Art Walk. Downtown comes alive, and you better believe it comes alive from 505. So, yeah, if you want to put that, if you don't mind being around a lot of people, put that in Absolutely. Well, perfect. Well, thank, thank you. you so much, Mark. Thank you, pleasure. Jade. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't wait to hear more about Humble and things like that because I know that you have some exciting stuff in the future. I know you have all kinds of good things for us. <laughs> yes. Awesome. And make sure you guys tune in next Tuesday where we're going to be sitting down with Roy from Tin Can Alley in Jeans. That'll be a good one. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and you have an awesome Tuesday. Next time. Bye.